Life Spring number 112. Hi, Steve. This is Ken from The Flatus Show, and I'm just calling to wish you, or actually sending you this file, to wish you a happy two-year anniversary. Congratulations, and let's hope you have many, many more. Bye. Happy! Yes, it is. Today, the two-year anniversary. We've been hitting you right between the ears with the message of hope, love, and good news now for exactly two years today. For those that have been with me since the early days, thanks for sticking around and putting up with me for all this time. And 
For those of you that's discovered the show anytime since then, I'm really glad you're here. We've come a long way, but Lord willing, we're just beginning. Now, on with the show. Today we're going to be taking a look at Scientology. Then we've got a very special visit from an old Lifespring friend who has a brand new song to introduce to us. So hang on for just a few minutes. Hey, I just want to remind you about the brand new LifeSpring Advent Calendar that begins on December 1st. Together with James Cooper of the WhyChristmas.com website, a brand new LifeSpring family member will begin that will enhance your Christmas season. Each day from December 1st until Christmas, James and I will be talking about the Christmas traditions from all around the world and helping you to focus on the real reason for the season. Be looking for it at LifeSpringPodcast.com. You can subscribe today. And of course, if you're subscribed to the LifeSpring All Shows feed, you won't need to do a thing. On December 1st, you'll automatically get each new show. James and I are excited about bringing you this brand new show, the LifeSpring Advent Calendar, from the LifeSpring family of podcasts and whychristmas.com. Personally, got some bad press when they announced that they were installing uh, free Muni Wi-Fi access in New Orleans. Did you hear about this? You read it in the news. And people started blogging and saying, "Great, now they have free internet, but no food or shelter." You know, as if that was somehow Earthlink's fault. Okay, now if I'm a large company looking to do something to help people in need, okay, and I know how to do a thing—internet uh, service, for example—don't you think that's what I'd bring to the table and offer up? Hmm, maybe. Why would Earthlink offer to rebuild houses or provide food when they have no expertise in those fields, right? I, for one, think it's great that they're doing something down there. But you know who fought them? The telcos. The cable companies, of course. Thinking about a new Internet provider? Give Earthlink a try. At least they're trying to help and not get in the way of progress. Hey, thanks, Earthlink. And, you know, there's a lot of places you can go on the Internet to get a domain name, but my suggestion truly is go to GoDaddy.com and uh, buy your domain name there. If you use the correct LifeSpring discount code on checkout, you'll get your domain name, your .com domain name, for just six ninety-five a year, and you can't beat that with a stick. <laughs> Well, today we're going to take a look at Scientology, hence the kind of sci-fi background music. Hey, just a, just a reminder before we get going that the reason I'm doing this series is because I've been asked many times about some of these different groups. A lot of them are often called cults, and some of them are just plain non-Christian religions. Listen, my foundation for truth is the Bible as understood in the context of historical, mainstream, or orthodox Christianity. Not orthodox, the, uh, the denomination, but orthodox meaning uh, generally accepted. I believe that the Bible teaches that God loves each of us, even those in other religions. I also believe that Jesus meant what he said when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. 
Therefore, no matter how sincere one is in their beliefs, unless they are following Jesus, they're following a path that will not lead to God. That's why believers have a desire to share their beliefs. When done properly, we first bring a genuine concern and love to the discussion. We're not about cramming something down the throats of an unwilling listener, but about sharing a message of hope, love, and good news to curious hearts. Now, on with a brief look at today's topic, Scientology. Now, many of us know about Scientology because we've heard that Tom Cruise or John Travolta, maybe Greta Van Susteren or Beck or some other celebrity belongs to the Church of Scientology. But what is Scientology? Well, where to begin? <laughs> Let's start with the founder, Lafayette Ron Hubbard, better known as L. Ron Hubbard. He was born in Nebraska in 1911. He claimed to have a Ph.D. and claimed to be a nuclear physicist. Neither claim can be verified. He was an author of science fiction novels in the 1930s. Now, a Reader's Digest article of May 1980 quoted Hubbard as saying in the 1940s, listen to this, he said, Writing for a penny a word is ridiculous. If a man really wants to make a million dollars, the best way would be to start his own religion. And in his 1950 books, Dianetics, the Modern Science of Mental Health, he began that process. Dianetics has now sold many, many millions of copies. In 1952, the movement that began with that book, Dianetics, was reorganized and renamed by Hubbard. The new name was Scientology, and he declared it to be a, a religious system. The places where Scientology was taught were now called churches, and the counselors who taught were now called ministers. From 1966 to 1975, Hubbard lived aboard his 300-foot yacht where he ruled the organization. His uh, later life was spent in seclusion. Seen by almost nobody, rumors circulated of his death. In 1983, an estranged son of his tried to have him declared dead so that he could take over Hubbard's estate. Hubbard died in 1986 in San Luis Obispo, California. So what does Scientology teach? You know, there's really no way to give you more than a brief intro to the belief system because it's um, quite, oh, complicated. But let me just give you this brief intro. Scientology is comprised exclusively of the teachings of L. Ron Hubbard. His theories, assumptions, and techniques for practical applications that make up the rituals of Scientology are sometimes called the spiritual technology or simply the tech. Hubbard claimed to have discovered certain natural laws of the spiritual universe which he claimed can be used to predict and control behavior and phenomena in a manner similar to the way in which the natural laws codified in the physical sciences can be used to predict and control phenomena in the physical world. Scientology assumes that spirituality and thought, called in their vocabulary theta, is an energy existing in its own universe, separate and distinct from the physical universe of matter 
energy, space, and time. That's M-E-S-T, or MEST, matter, energy, space, and time. And that spirit, or theta, is senior to, and indeed created, the physical universe, or MEST. Each individual person, called a thetan, is considered to be a thought unit of the spiritual universe, which interacts with the physical universe, or MEST, again usually by inhabiting a human body. The Scientology term Thetan is what has commonly been known as the spirit and is identified in Scientology as the source of life. In the individual, it is recognized as the core of personality or essence of oneself, very distinct and separate from the physical body or the brain. Scientology proposes that in its native state, the spirit, or thetan, is immortal and godlike and possesses the potentiality of knowing everything, but that in present time its true capabilities have been lost and forgotten. As an immortal entity, the spirit, thetan, lives on after body death and is born into a new physical body, again and again, lifetime after lifetime, in an endless cycle of birth and death. As a result of traumatic incidents extending back from the present life through a long series of past lifetimes, hidden from conscious memory, the spirit Thetan has become trapped in the physical body and the physical messed universe. Now there are several auditing levels that one must go through to achieve the goal of recovering one's godlike abilities. This is the primary goal of participation in Scientology. The levels through which a participant progresses make up what is called the bridge to total freedom. Progress through all the levels of this bridge often take many years of dedicated study and practice. And the cost in fees for services for the bridge is currently estimated at approximately 300,000 to 500,000 US dollars. <laughs> so I guess Hubbard was right when he said that the real money isn't inventing your own religion. So much more could be said, but I'm just going to encourage you to Google Scientology if you're interested in, in more information. And I've got a few links on the show notes page as well. So let's quickly compare Scientology's teachings to the Bible. In the matter of God, Scientology believes that there are multiple gods and that some gods are above other gods. Of course, biblical Christianity, on the other hand, recognizes the one and only true God who revealed himself to us in the Bible and through Jesus Christ. Those that believe in him cannot believe the false concept of God as taught in Scientology about the person of Jesus Christ. Like almost all other cults, Scientology denies the deity of Christ. Instead of having a biblical view of who Christ is and what he did, they assign to him the characteristics of some sort of lesser god who has obtained a sort of legendary status over the years. On the other hand, the Bible clearly teaches that Jesus was God in the flesh and through his incarnation, he could act as a sacrifice for our sins. It is through Christ's death and resurrection that we can have the hope of eternal life with God. In the matter of sin, Scientology believes that 
Scientology believes in the inherent goodness of man and that it is despicable and utterly beneath contempt to tell a man that he must repent or that he is evil. Of course, the Bible teaches that a man is a sinner and that the only hope for him is that he repent of his sins and acknowledge Christ as his Lord and Savior. Regarding salvation... Regarding salvation, Scientology believes in reincarnation and that personal salvation in one's lifetime is freedom from the cycle of birth and death associated with reincarnation. They believe that religious practice of all faiths is the universal way to wisdom, understanding, and salvation. On the other hand, of course, the Bible teaches that there is only one way to salvation and that, and that is through Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said, and I've said it many times on the show. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me, Jesus. That's John 14, 6. As the country's oldest clothing retailer, Brooks Brothers is proud to uphold the same traditions and values for nearly two centuries. We believe these are the reasons why our customers consider us to be far more than a store. Brooks Brothers is an American icon. The guiding principle of Brooks Brothers is to make and deal only in merchandise of the finest quality, to sell it at a fair profit, and to deal with people who seek and appreciate such merchandise. Today's interesting note in classic American history dates to 1845. Brooks Brothers introduced the first ready-to-wear suits in America in 1845. Pioneers of the 1849 California Gold Rush unable to wait on the whims of a tailor, flocked to Brooks Brothers to pick up ready-made clothing. This interesting note in American history has nothing to do with... The Scribe Music Show exists for the very purpose of introducing you to genuine and true worship of God. Worshiping God like this will give you peace and rest, and when the burdens of life bring you down, the Scribe Music Show will direct you to the giver of peace, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. I'm Trevor, and I'm the host for the Scribe Music Show. Come by and give us a listen. I play some of the latest independent Christian music, and we even worship a little. Every so often, I'll share some devotional thoughts from my life. I'm not one of those holier-than-thou Christians. I'm real and transparent. So get off your bum and check out the Scribe Music Show, the future of Christian music. Hi, this is Jimmy Bradshaw. You're getting ready to hear a song from my new Christmas CD. The song's titled 1941. And it's a song that I wrote in tribute to my mom and dad. My mom and dad are both in heaven now. And I really didn't feel like I ever really got to sit down and tell them um, how proud I was to be their son. And so uh, I wrote this song. I just got to thinking about what December 1941 must have been like. You know, the attack on Pearl Harbor had happened, and Christmas was just right there around the corner. And that was where the inspiration came from, from this song. And I just wanted to say thank you to, to all the generation that's still alive, that were alive then and fought in World War II and all of the wars 
up to this point, including the present one that's going on, and just make a statement, a patriotic Christmas statement of gratitude for what all this fighting men and women of this country have done for us. So hope you like the song. Check it out. Like I said, it's off of my new Christmas CD. The CD's titled, Man, It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless. Oh, 
Steve, it's kind of early to be doing Christmas music, isn't it? Well, I just got this email from Jimmy today saying, Hey, Steve, I got this new Christmas album, and would you mind mentioning on the show and maybe playing a cut? And I thought, oh, it's awful early, but I listened to it, and uh, I really, really like it. You can check it out at the Podsafe Music Network, or you can go to jimmybratcher.com and listen over there, too. I thought if you if you got it, if you listen to it early enough, You've got time to go over there to jimmybratcher.com and order it and enjoy it through the whole Christmas season. And I really like that 1941 song. And so I uh, emailed Jimmy back and I said, hey, can you record just an intro there if that's, you know, your, your parents? You know, I didn't, sometimes, you know, they'll write a, a, a song and it'll, you know, be a story about somebody, but not really about who it's about. You know what I'm saying? So when he said, you know, this is his parents, I thought, well, maybe it's his parents and maybe it's just a, a you know, a fictional thing. So... Yeah, this is about his real parents. And so I asked him to uh, record that intro. So get on over to jimmybratcher.com and and buy a bunch of those CDs. Um, Like I said, you can listen to the track. I think you can listen to the tracks there on on his website. But you can also listen at the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. A sick man turned to his doctor as he was preparing to leave the examination room. Doctor, I'm afraid to die. Tell me what lies on the other side. Very quietly, the doctor said, I don't know. You don't know? You, a Christian man, do not know what is on the other side? The doctor was holding the handle of the door. On the other side came the sound of scratching and whining. And as he opened the door, the dog sprang into the room and leaped on him with an eager show of gladness. Turning to the patient, the doctor said, Did you notice my dog? He's never been in this room before. He didn't know what was inside. He knew nothing except that his master was here. And when the door opened, he sprang in without fear. Someone once said, I know little of what is on the other side of death. But I do know one thing. I know my master is there, and that is enough. Hey, thanks for making the LifeSpring Show a part of your day today. I know your time is precious, and it means more to me than you know that you allow me into your life. You're a vital part of my family. Remember to check out the show notes at LifespringPodcast.com, where you'll find links to the music, scriptures, and also you'll find some links to more information on Scientology if you're interested. 
I'd like to encourage you to check out the LifeSpring family forum while you're there too. And hopefully by the time you check it out, the new LifeSpring Advent Calendar show notes page will be all dressed up for you too. Oh, and also the LifeSpringPodcast.com splash page has been freshened up. Come on by just to see that. Remember that contacting me is real easy. You can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. And the call-in line is 206-350-CALL. I've got a busy week of recording ahead of me, so I'll be talking to you soon. I'm Steve Webb, and I'll see you next time. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight. Oh.